0: You ask, we answer our weekly Ask SCPB episode. Coming up next on the Squared Circle Psycho Babble, my name is Michael Valenti. Joining me is Ralph Valenti. Ralph, we start things off from Shea Alganubi with a good question. Now that Vince McMahon is gone, Triple H is here. He brought up, you know, opening his forbidden door a couple years ago, I think, that he's willing to work with companies as long as they benefit both sides. So he asked, should WWE and AEW Open the Forbidden Door and do a program for Survivor Series. And how do you think that would do in terms of sales if it were to happen? Sales meaning pay-per-view buys.
1: Uh, would they ever do it? No, I don't think they're ever truly going to do it. Um, do I think it would do well? I think that would be the most significant Forbidden Door type event for two promotions to work together because, whether people want to admit this or not, WWE is the biggest wrestling promotion in the world, uh, the most notable. And AEW is number two, at least in the United States. Um, they're definitely, I think people would say, rival companies with two. Mm, I would say two rival fan bases. Would you agree with that? At least a good portion of it or some percentage of there it?
0: are There are definitely tribalistic fans on both sides and toxic fans on both sides. But I actually think there's more crossover than fans want to admit. Yeah. Between yep. the two, I don't think there would ever be a, a forbidden door, especially Surviv- Like, I understand where some people might say Survivor Series because it's kind of an all-star game pay-per-view anyway where they do Raw versus SmackDown. And it seems like now, even, even before Triple H took over, we're seeing more crossover between the two. So it's like, why even have the brand split? Which, by the way, I must admit, when there is the crossovers, the shows are better like they they put the best wrestlers on the show and thus creating a better product you know or the best quote unquote star power or whatever you want to use but i feel like sometimes they limit themselves to these ro- these rosters and it's like all right we got this guy but because he's on smackdown we have to use him on smackdown but who do we use yeah. him with you know I think it kind of cripples creative in a way that I think the brand split, you know, doesn't necessarily need to happen anymore. And I know we talked about that a while ago, but going back to this forbidden door thing, it would be great, but I think this is a pipe dream for fans yes. and those yeah. like huge, like always on Twitter or always on YouTube and, t- you know, talking amongst different wrestling fans on the internet and as far as a number, you have to also consider who's going to broadcast this, which is also part of the reason why you probably would not get a forbidden door between these two companies because not only are they quote unquote competitors in and of themselves as top promotions in the United States, but they're on competing networks where TNT and USA Network are essentially like top. Cable uh, networks, and if it, you know, who who gets the airing rights to it? Does it go on Peacock? And if it goes on Peacock, there are no pay-per-view buys. If it goes on Bleacher Report, how much are you paying for it? Are you going to pay sixty bucks for AEW versus WWE? Probably. Yeah. So, it might do good numbers, but I think there's too many variables, too many logistics that would not make this happen more than just oh, Triple H is now ahead of creative. So things are, you know, for the better. And we're going to get this AEW versus WWE pay-per-view. The likelihood probably increased now that Vince is gone, but it went from like 0% to 2% of probability. But speaking of Triple H taking over creative, our next question comes from R Riggs. He says, with Vince being gone and Triple H taking over creative, How do you think this will affect AEW, both short-term and long-term? I look specifically toward wrestlers who have stated that they would have never worked for Vince again or who had great relationships with Triple H. And will the next AEW TV deal be a big factor
1: in determining this? Well, short-term, I think that it's going to affect... It'll affect AEW creatively because it's gonna force them to be a little more uh think outside the box a little bit more. It will you know, I think we've always talked about this. I think competition will truly bring out the best in, in both companies. Assuming they both put on a good product and they pull both put out a good show. I think that um it's going to force AEW to be held accountable. Like they're going to have to put on a good weekly show week in and week out. If WWE is going to now produce a good television show, um, which, you know, sometimes it's hit or miss. So uh, that's one thing. I think uh, the other thing that you definitely got to acknowledge is with Vince McMahon out and triple H in assuming that triple H is going to continue to ride this wave and produce shows that are, you know, newsworthy, buzzworthy, whatever you want to call it um i think that wrestlers are going to look at that you know even some of the guys that might be a little underutilized and you know maybe at one time some of the people that had left wwe uh, would never consider going back had vince still been there but with the changing of the guard and a new potential culture being put in place and a new philosophy being implemented you know you never say never in wrestling and that goes for anybody so if AEW loses some of the guys that might be like the upper mid card to WWE, I don't think that would be a good thing for them. Um, and who knows? They may even le- lose a top tier, uh, somebody like a Jade or a Though a- any of those people. Um, with Vince there, do I think it's as likely no? With Triple H there, I do think it's much more likely. So I think it can affect AEW in good and bad ways. Now, on the
0: flip side, I know a lot of people are talking about AEW jumping to WWE talent. You know, but because I mean with any big change and something like this where Triple H is now ahead of creative, he has his own vision and sees wrestlers differently from what Vince saw in different wrestlers, that must mean that there's gonna be some guys at WWE who were heavily pushed that are no longer heavily pushed, and they'll get moved over to AEW or move on to other promotions. So I, I think this definitely helps the wrestling industry as a whole because you're going to get moving pieces instead of people just staying where they are. If they you know, were in AEW, they're lifers in AEW. Or WWE, Vince, if you were under Vince's wing and he loved you, there's no reason to leave. So I think it definitely, short term, I don't think this really affects AEW. Long term, I just think what ends up happening is there's just going to be moving pieces they're going to grab some guys from wwe but they're also going to lose some guys to wwe and there's nothing wrong with that i think you know the other thing too does the tv deal is that a big factor in what happens like does wwe affect aew's tv deal no because one they're on a different night it does that does not affect anything unless you know wb discovery pulls a Ted Turner is like, listen, let's, let's move on to Mondays. And Eric Bischoff is like, okay, let's do it, you know, or vice versa. I should say, but I, I don't see that happening either. So I don't think that really affects AEW. Um, that, so I think, like I said, it's just more moving pieces, but next question here, it's actually a two-parter from Siege Luigi. Uh, Do you agree with my opinion that WWE is already, quote, too mainstream to really ever be able to find their greatness again, whether Triple H, Paul Heyman, Vince McMahon, or anyone else is running creative? And then the second question is, with that in mind, what does AEW need to do to succeed and at least compete full-time, if not surpass WWE, to keep any semblance of great gritty old school pro wrestling alive. I'm
1: going to start with the first part. Okay. When you define return to their greatness, greatness is kind of a subjective thing, right? So You've got guys like you and I who grew up kind of po- at the end of the started watching at the end of the golden era, straight through the attitude era. And have been watching ever since, um, you think the golden era is the best wrestling era of all time. I think mm-hmm. the attitude era is, um, so going back to which era exactly, I'm going to assume he's referring to the Attitude Era because he talked about edgy, gritty, I think he said. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're ever going back to that. I don't think society would ever allow them to go back to that. Um, do I think that they're going to return to greatness, so to speak? I mean, from a business standpoint, they've never, ever done better. And that's with Vince McMahon taking millions of dollars out the back door, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. Um so from a business standpoint, record profit, record revenue, all those types of things they've never done better. Um, as far as their fans go, their fans have been pretty damn loyal and um you know consistent with their fandom. I just like you said, uh, I just went to SummerSlam, and there were definitely people there that were truly invested in the WWE product. And I think that WWE has done a really good job about creating a brand like the, uh, a, a brand that people are loyal to. Um, mm-hmm. And if they were loyal to that when it was as bad as it was, assuming that the characters are still the same, it's just that the storylines are going to be a little bit better, maybe a little bit edgier, and you're going to have a whole lot more in-ring wrestling. I don't see the fans turning their back on WWE anytime soon. So while it may not go back to the Attitude Era, I think that all, all arrows continue to point up for WWE.
0: What right. does no, AEW
1: I, need to do to surpass them? I, my, my opinion, they need to find the next big star. I don't think there's anything they can do right now without that. With their current roster as it stands right now, with Punk, with Brian Danielson, with any of the guys they have, until that guy comes out and says, has that Stone Cold Steve Austin moment, they have no chance, I don't think.
0: I want to dissect the questions a little bit, if you don't mind. First one. Is WWE too mainstream? What does that no mean? No, I don't what think does there's any such thing. Too mainstream mean, like, the, is the NFL too mainstream?
1: You know, I think we're. I think we're. Are we go? Are we talking like? Weezer was better when they were an underground band, and they sold out because they went mainstream. Well, the point is, if you're the owner of a company, if you're if you were Vince or if you were whoever you need to generate x amount of revenue and you want to grow your business. I don't think there is such thing as too mainstream
0: right, right. Now you going have it, like you can have an opinion of you bring up music and Weezer, for example, that's another, a, a good example. but you know, I wearing a journey t-shirt, I listen to Journey their whole discography, not just the Steve Perry years, but everyone loves the Steve Perry years, but there's stuff that they had before Steve Perry joined the band that is completely different and good in its own right. And then obviously the stuff that happened after Steve Perry left is good in its own right. But do people say, Oh, journeys too mainstream with Steve Perry and the other stuff is good. No, oh. I don't think so.
1: Separate ways was just in stranger things.
0: It was just in Stranger Things, and "Don't Stop Believing" was in the season finale of The Sopranos. It's the most downloaded song of all all time. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with being mainstream. And I, I kind of get what he's saying. Like, it's in the music world, it's considered bubblegum, and by that I mean like polished or you know, poppy. You know, like. it it caters to everybody, but nothing hardcore. I think that's what he means by the whole mainstream thing, but I don't see a problem with main, like things being mainstream. It's mainstream because a collective group of people think it's good. Do you have to agree with it? No, there's a lot of top 40 songs I think is garbage, but for some reason they love it. WWE. There's a lot of people that don't like it, but there's plenty of people that love it too. Uh, What does AEW have to do to succeed and at least compete full time? Like, this is the other thing we got to stop. We got to stop this. AEW has to compete with WWE or surpass them. You know what they need to do? If they want to compete with WWE, surpass WWE, you have to go head to head with WWE. If Dynamite goes on Mondays and beats Raw in the ratings, then we could talk. Or if Rampage goes on Fridays and beats SmackDown, then we could talk. But like there's, no, like, there's nothing wrong with McDonald's being number one and Wendy's being number two. You can go to both. You can enjoy a Big Mac and a Dave's triple with cheese. You can enjoy McNuggets and you can enjoy a Frosty. You can enjoy a Whopper once in a while. Just like you can enjoy impact once in a while.
1: I don't think the majority, well, I don't want to say the majority. I don't, I think there's a certain percentage of the fan base that truly doesn't understand the magnitude to which WWE's reach extends and the global phenomenon that it truly is. Like WWE as a company, as a brand, as this global entity, like there there's there's massive conglomerates in the United States of America and mm-hmm. the world you've got you mentioned a couple of them you've got McDonald's you've got your Walmart you've got I, I i targets like in terms of sports and media and stuff like that like WWE is up there with some with those types of things like its reach is worldwide not just like regional where if we go to New York we're going to sell out x amount of seats or if we go to uh, you know, Daily's place. Oh, that's going to sell. I mean, we're talking like a worldwide phenomenon that that's what WWE is, and it's grown to that capacity over the years. That and to even the extent of how successful they've been for however many years. Like, think about it how many businesses that are successful go bankrupt or go out of business? That hasn't happened with a company like the WWE. So, Came close for them to t- for I understand that, but for them to truly. For for AEW to truly compete with them, for them to take them over, that's not like, hey, we beat them in the ratings one week. That's like, 40 years from now, AEW is the number one wrestling promotion in the world. That's what they need to do. And, I don't see that yet. They're they're so young, I just don't see it yet.
0: Right. And I know a lot of people want that to happen. Maybe they're not as... Hungry for it to happen now that Vince McMahon is retired, but there's still people out there that are skeptic and think Vince McMahon is still running everything behind the scenes. And until Vince McMahon is six feet under, they will still think Vince McMahon is running WWE. And if he's running WWE, they want anybody to beat WWE. Even if if it's AEW, if it's Ring of Honor, if it's New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact, NWA, MLW, GCW... N E W defy wrestling, you name it. I could, they'll want them beating WWE, but it doesn't have to be. It does not have to be the more promotions that are available. And the more successful WWE is, I think eventually trickles down to the rest of the promotions. When WWE is strong, the rest of the industry is strong. I think some people might disagree yeah. with that, but I think that's true.
1: As long. I mean, I agree, I agree with that hundred percent,
0: right? And I know Wrestle, some-
1: WrestleMania is in town. You got a bunch of indie shows that are going to be put on that very same weekend, and everybody makes money that weekend. Exactly. Not just not just WrestleMania, SummerSlam, all the big pay per views.
0: Right, and New Japan Pro Wrestling and Ring of Honor. They did that split show at Madison Square Garden WrestleMania weekend. So, yeah. and AEW is doing their fair share too. But I mean, until we see a bunch of AEW, or a bunch of indie shows circling around All Out and Double or Nothing, which Maybe there's some that slow it, that go around, but most of them do around WrestleMania because that's where the most people are going to be. So it trickles down there. But anyway, do you guys want to see an AEW versus WWE Forbidden Door Survivor Series? Let us know in the comments below or tweet us at SCPB Podcast. Give us a five star review on your favorite podcast provider. And of course, subscribe, hit that bell for notifications on YouTube. We'll see you on the next episode of the Squared Circle Psychobabble.